People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning And pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. Sponsor time. Let me tell you about my girl, Miss Erica, with Crooked W Consulting. She has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business, and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her do yours. She's doing us a jam-up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management. If I'm using her here at the studio, there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't. Look her up on Facebook and Instagram at Crooked W Consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084. Crooked W Consulting. Hit up Miss Erica now. You won't be disappointed. Shout out to Miss Mary, the owner of Buckaroo Tattoo in Wheatland, California. Email her now at buckaroo-tat, and then the number two, at yahoo.com to make an appointment. Hit her up on Instagram at buckaroo-tat, and the number two, or at Ink in My Glove on Facebook at buckaroo-tat. She's been tattooing some badass tattoos for the past 13 years at her shop. And let me tell you, she is literally flying here at the beginning of March tattoo me for a couple days and record some shows with me so if i'm using her and i'm letting her tattoo the shit out of me and she's sponsoring this show boy y'all need to look her up right now make your appointment with her you ain't gonna be disappointed at all she is grown i can't wait Shout out to Buckaroo Tattoo and Miss Mary go look them up on all social media platforms now cowboy stuff my buddy old friend Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado and Company, over at the Pooler Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry, uh, Montana silversmith, belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer clinch. Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company, Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912 six zero four zero three eight nine go check them out get all turquoise the hell up 
get all westerned up, look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now. Mr. Chris Sapp, once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall, Suite 611. Let's give a quick shout out to Nobles Networking. Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hook me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478-308-0596. You are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio at my house perfectly. Hit up Nobles Networking. Let me tell you guys about the baddest insurance agent around these parts, Miss Jenna Carr. She's an alpha insurance agent. She handles home, auto, life, and business. She's located in Macon, Georgia at 3312 Northside Drive, Suite C-160. Uh, let me tell you about Miss Jenna. Not only is she just the sweetest, cutest damn thing you ever seen, but she takes care of business like a true professional. I love dealing with her. Uh, she's done got me hooked up with life insurance because let's be honest, I'm going to need it. And uh, every time I've ever dealt with her, a complete pleasure. So y'all do me a favor now. Give her a call and go look her up on social media. Jenna Carr, Alpha Insurance Agency. And that phone number in Macon is 478 621-7065. Tell her that you need the same package, home, life, auto, all that good stuff that she hooked me up with. It's prom season, and let me tell you, if I was still in high school, I know exactly where I would go to get my tux because I like flashy. I like loud. I like obnoxious clothing. If you ever see the stuff I wear out in Macon, Nashville, wherever the hell I go, to be honest with you, I like to be seen <laughs> as much as I am heard. And Miss Vicky over at Dolly's Delights showed me the other day a company that she's ordering from now that had the loudest and most obnoxiously good-looking tuxes. Fellas, if you're trying to turn heads and you're in high school, Dolly's Delights is where the hell you need to be. So moms and dads, take your boys over there. And while you're over there, get some of that good candy. Make sure you satisfy that sweet tooth. It's the best place to do it. You're not going to find anybody better to deal with, and not to mention she's got the best prices around. That's Dolly's Delights, located at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Call her at 478-231-7237. Dolly's Delights. Let me tell you about Lori's Dive-In in Alamo, Georgia. I ran her ad several times now. She's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Well, I'm doing a live show there February the 15th. She's going to feed me. I'm going to take a couple of my friends with me from social media there, uh, probably around 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So if any of y'all would like to come hang out, please do. Even if it's not convenient for you, take some time, go out of your way, and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed she takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. 
That's why I'm taking my equipment there to actually record with her and her staff. So please go check out Lori's Dive In in Alamo, Georgia at 18 Commerce Street, Alamo, Georgia. Phone number there is 912-568-1945. Lori's Dive In. I'm about tired of reading all these sponsors, but I'm grateful for each and every one of them. But I saved my homegirl for last. Let me tell you about Miss Reagan, who's getting me in shape right now. I need each and every one of y'all to go look her up on Instagram at R-A-E-G-A-N underscore fit. She does one-on-one customized meal planning, nutrition guides, and training in home or at the gym. I know she stays on my ass, so I know she'll stay on yours. Look, this is the thing with Reagan. She's lost the weight, she stayed in shape, and now she's helping people do the same thing that she did. And she did it the healthy way. She can help you lose body fat, gain muscle, or just improve your overall health. Whatever your goal is, she'll help you with it. I promise that. And the thing is, she holds you accountable in a way that most people don't. She's very affordable, and she offers weekly and monthly payments. So please, go look up my homegirl, Miss Reagan, at R-A-E-G-A-N underscore fit on Instagram. Now, let's get to the show. Thank you all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, the past several episodes that we've had have been with playmates. We don't have fucking playmates <laughs> today. Uh, are just very attractive women that have talked about women issues. That is not what you're fucking getting today. Um, <laughs> I got the Just Tap Boys, yeah. our own Tap Boys. I don't know why the fuck I say Just Tap. There's a bar that's in Warner Robins that's Just Tapped, and I think I've literally said like five or six times now, and I have to correct myself every fucking time, that the name of your show is On Tap, not Just Tap. And I, I, I like actually kind of like that better. We might have to change it to just, just tap. tap. Yeah, it, it's good. It's good. I think it's probably already trademarked. So, uh, probably I probably stay on tap. I like on tap though. Uh, I got Cody and Sam with me today, and uh, guys, thank y'all uh, for hanging out. I love doing the show back with y'all in December, and uh, it was a good convo back then. And uh, I think with everything going on right now in the world, I couldn't pick two. Better guys sit here and bullshit with for a little bit. <laughs> Appreciate it. Shit. I'm here Thanks, to just spread man. some wisdom and tell you what, how I feel. And what kind of wisdom do you have to spread, Sam? Oh, I'm I'm full of it, man. Where do you want to start? We could talk about my man Kanye. Fuck Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's probably watching. He's a big fan of us. Is he really? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for you to have like some common knowledge, like some real fucking facts to say that Kanye's actually like liked a post or something. No. It, it oh, just, dude, I would no. lose my fucking mind. It, but it would seem like it would be something random that he would actually do, though. That's oh, all. 100%. I, he's got me to where I would believe anything at this point that he would fucking do. And listening to a random podcast like yours or mine. <laughs> Just yeah. seems like that would be something that he'd be like, you know what? I got factual evidence. And then he would quote something that y'all said or me <laughs> as being factual fucking evidence. Absolutely. Oh. What's, what's, uh, what's, what's the weather like down in Nashville over there? Are you guys getting absolutely hey, kind of a hey, he's every in Georgia. Days, right? I'm in, I'm in, oh. I'm in Georgia, but uh, we're, it's See, I'm a fan, Josh. I pay attention. I Thank know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you, did Sam. Did we just talk about you being in Nashville? 
Yeah, but I'm in Nashville. I'm up there once a like once a month for like a week at a time. I couldn't live oh, there. Oh, well, shit! I was like, every time I see you in a studio, it's always either a different view or a different studio. I'm like, I don't know where the hell this guy's at. No, I'm in my studio right now. I've got a commercial property that we turned into a studio in Cochran, Georgia, and then I've got a house in Cochran, Georgia. Uh, but I record in Nashville either at the Airbnb that we book whenever we mm. go up there or at Live Oak. Um, a bar there. So I'm I'm all over the fucking place, dude. I'm, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just, I'm everywhere at this point in time. And uh, I like it. I'm going to record a show up there with y'all this summer. Y'all just don't know it yet. Oh, that'd oh, be awesome. Okay. We're ready whenever, dude. The yeah. studio can't hold three of the frigging most beautiful guys in the United States, though. That's oh, the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be four because Travis is going to be with me. He doesn't know it yet True. either. True. So, uh, well, here's the thing. Our studio is not equipped with modern day fire suppression. So we got it. We got to keep the heat levels in here down to a minimum. <laughs> well, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. Whatever the fuck happens when I get there, because that's my <laughs> whole summer. That's my whole summer. Is the I'm gonna put it in blocks this summer to where instead of me spending money on vacations, I'm gonna find buddies that'll host me this summer. Just yeah. not for food or alcohol or nothing like that, but it's got a spare bedroom that I can record shows with and then be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to find people in their area and I'm going to go record, bring my equipment or maybe like somebody like y'all wouldn't have to even bring equipment because y'all already got stuff. Right. And it, it would be like, hey, look, we're going to do an on-set thing with y'all and kind of promote y'all. Y'all promote me and have people come to y'all studio, a little cross-branding and stuff and everything. Something that... um. I want to work out with some people over the summer and it'd be like some wild shit, make some content with some people, just have a good fucking yeah. time this summer. Dude, that'd be, that'd be electric. How long of this tour are you going to be going on? How, how long of a no, time no, are you I'm, all, I'm only, I'm only going to pick like three places. I'm only going <laughs> to pick like three places and do it like, I don't know, maybe four. Uh, but like once a month starting probably, I don't know, June, July and August. I, I don't know. I'm not going to do too much. Uh, I, I can't afford to. I'm poor. Yeah, uh, I hear you there. That's yeah, what I was just yeah. thinking. I'm like, man, this guy's budget must be unbelievable. No, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna find. <laughs> I'm gonna find fucking people to put me up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that shit. I'm not. No. Well, no. shit. You always got a place to stay in Minnesota. Fuck yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. I've never been to Minnesota, and that's where Who like you're missing out. Yeah, and there's people up there. So like, y'all got a prime place. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. And, like, I've been wanting to, like, Travis and them have just been on my ass because they've came a couple different places to do stuff with us. So I, I owe it to them anyway. But just between y'all, them, and there's a couple more people that's around there that I've had on the show or been in contact with with social media, it's the perfect environment for, like, me to do the first trip. Like, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. It, it would be so cool. Um, 100%. Who's, only, a, who's a dream guest you've always wanted to get on the pod? Oh God, I did. Like, this. who's your one guy, dude? That's so hard for me. Or gal. Uh, um, <laughs> see the people. I'm weird about this because the people that I would absolute love to pick their brain, I don't know if I would want to do it on the show. Like, there's there's folks right. that I would love to like just to open up and be like re like Rogan. My, Rogan is my ideal. Him and Howard Stern are my, like my ideal people, but I don't think I'd want to air that conversation. I think that like I would want those conversations to be between us. 
I would want to pick their fucking brain, but I hold them in such high regards of being the greatest. The greatest, like Rogan is the greatest podcaster of all time. And then Howard Stern is the greatest radio man of all time. Like you'd be stupid not to say that that'd be your dream guest. Right. Like, but for me, as far as like actually having somebody on the show, there's so fucking, there's just there's so many of Dennis Rodman, probably, or Mike Tyson. Really? Dude, or, Dennis or, Rodman? Or, or Chappelle, or Chappelle. Chappelle I, I, would yeah. be badass. That'd be a good guess. Dennis Rodman, that's a good sleeper pick. I don't think a lot of people would pick him, but you know, the stories are insane. Well, I just like people that, like my ideal like you could always have people that you partied with, right? Like folks that you would just want to throw down with and just talk shit with and everything. But I want people you can learn from. And Dennis Rodman has been through so much shit. That 30 for 30 on him, I was already a fan before that, before that 30 for 30 came out. But then you realize, dude, is the way he is because of his mental health. He's just, he's hanging on by a thread probably still to this day. But how did you, how does he end up in North Korea with the fucking whatever <laughs> their president yeah. Kim Jong Un and being an ambassador for our country to yeah. Kim Jong who gives a fuck you know like that's it's insane. But like, he goes from wearing dresses to like yeah. friggin' traveling to North Korea and meeting the president like a, yeah. <laughs> a world leader. Yeah. But I, I I just respect him so much. So like. In my studio, I have four big ass posters that from the first day I started, um, and now there's a lot of fucking other stuff around here, but in the little room that I started in in the back of the studio, there was four posters, the first things I put up on the wall. One was of Rogan, one was of Stern, one was of Rodman, and one was of Tyson. And it's the four people that I wanted looking at me every time I had a conversation with somebody because I wanted to be held accountable. And like I wanted, I wanted something looking at me saying, "What the fuck would these people say?" Because I always thought yeah. that I always thought that they were fucking real. I always thought that no matter the scenario, right or wrong, they were always true to themselves. And I, I just got so much respect for those guys. So I think that, and I, I, Chappelle should have been on the wall, and I just really <laughs> didn't have room. Yeah. But I love fucking Dave Chappelle so much, and I just respect him like fucking crazy. But uh, those I think. What do you think of that whole thing when when he was getting canceled over, or people were trying to cancel him over that Netflix special? What's your take on that? Uh, what's crazy, dude, is right after that, we were in Nashville, and it was completely random. But we didn't know this was gonna happen. Him and Rogan and Segura and somebody else I can't remember. Uh, the guy who plays Ashy Larry, I can't ever remember that dude's name, and I'm not trying to disrespect him, but I just literally can never remember <laughs> this dude's name. I just know him as fucking Ashy Larry from the, the Chappelle show. They were performing at Bridgestone, and we got, luck- we got lucky enough to get four tickets to go see it. And uh, it's the fucking best thing I've ever seen as far as laughing goes in my life. But Chappelle, at the very end of it, addresses the situation. Like, after he's done performing, and he just goes into real depth with it. And you can tell that he's being sincere. The dude just was standing up for fucking what he believes in. And he's not a homophobe. He's not a, a fucking racist. He's not. He said what he fucking thought. And the people trying to cancel 
him and anybody else in the day and age that we fucking live in. Why can't you have a fucking opinion? Like he he had he had an opinion and he got in fucking trouble for having an opinion. I'll tell you who I just gained so much fucking respect for that I didn't know existed until a fucking week ago is that fucking uh I I think he referred to himself as a man. Um if I'm saying this wrong, <laughs> fuck then fuck me. But uh but is it Jeffrey Starr? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Fucking in love with this dude now. Um, really? I, uh, he was just on with Barstool, uh, and I think busting with the boys. But he yep. go he okay. goes on he goes on his fucking rant, man, and he's and he's like, look, a lot of this community doesn't like me, and it's because I'm gonna dress how I want to, I'm gonna act how I want to, and I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I'm just being me, and I'm being happy who the fuck I am. And he's like, I don't like the pronoun shit. He's like, I was born a man. I'm gonna dress how the fuck I want to. Like, and if you don't like that, then don't like me. Don't pay me attention. Don't whatever. Right. And the way that he goes about saying it, he's like, if you call me, uh, uh, if you call me she, or you call me they them, I'm probably gonna tell you go fuck yourself. I'm not a they them. <laughs> Who the fuck is a they them? <laughs> it's like yeah. that's disrespectful. And yeah, it's like I, I completely agree. And he got me, and I was like, okay, fuck all y'all. I'm getting a Jeffree Star shirt. And if you if you don't fucking like that, y'all go to hell. Because this dude was fucking cool. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, dude, it's good. And then I was thinking about it and what was bad. As I was literally listening to it in the shower. And I was feeling like, I was like I'm going to make a post about this. And uh, I really, I just, it, it was just the best shit. Because <laughs> I, th- I this was the example I was going to give. Is when did common sense mean that fucking everybody else was stupid like if you try to tell me that a cat is a dog and a dog is a cat but i'm wrong because i don't believe that which one of us is stupid and that's what the whole thing is now is you can't get mad at me for not being able to believe your nonsense like, cause I have common sense. You guys probably have common sense. If you want to live the way that you want to live, I'm completely fine with it. I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care who you love or what you want to do. Make yourself happy. I think everybody owes that to themselves to make themselves happy, but don't expect me to believe that you are something that I can't, I can literally not wrap my head around because I have common sense. <laughs> does that make does that does that make sense like how i can't i cannot look at a fucking dog if you tell me that it's supposed to be a cat dude i, I completely agree i like you said it's not a disrespect thing i would never say or do anything wrong to anybody yeah but i just cannot wrap my head around That's, it fully i don't try to disrespect yeah, anybody absolutely i, I don't want to either pronouns wrong i i you know i make mistakes yeah but I will never intentionally disrespect anyone. Yeah. But I just don't get it. Yeah. If you told me, if somebody came up to me and I said, uh, especially, I, I'm sure you guys are the same way. Where I was raised, it's yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I say it to every single person. My daughter is 11. I say it to her. I say it to her friends. I say it to everybody. I don't care if you're eight or you're 80. I, I talk to you the way that I was raised. If I say... Yes, ma'am, to somebody, and they ask me to say, sir, I'm going to say, sir, to them. 
I will be respectful in that way. If you ask me to refer to you in a certain way, I won't be a dickhead and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm not calling you, sir. 100%. Right. If you're nice to me about it, I will. Now, the opposite side is, if you're a fucking cunt to me about it, (laughs) then I'm probably not going to say anything at all. Like, I don't have to be disrespectful. I'm probably just going to give you an eat shit look and go on about my fucking day. Like, I'm not going to be ugly about it. But like these, there's a lot of folks now that just don't see that. It's we just don't get it. We cannot grasp a concept. It's it's just so fucking different. And the fact that you have some people that just expect us to get it, and you're not going to. I can't. I literally can't. And when you heard somebody like Jeffrey Star describing it in a way that I could get it, I was like, you know what? It's fucking hope. There is hope out there that we're not right. Fucked, that I'm not the crazy one. Because I'll be real with you, I thought for the longest time, and I don't know if you boys are like this. I thought that there was something wrong with me. I thought that literally I was so backwards that maybe I was the one missing something. But if you see somebody that's that transparent as as Jeffrey was on that podcast, and as transparent in their life, and they're getting as much love and appreciation. And being as real, then we're not we're not the ones that are fucking confused. Like it's it's cool. I, I really appreciate right. it. If, if people have not seen it, and this is the first time I think I've ever promoted busting with the boys or or whichever one it was. I know it was with Barstool. It was really enlightening and cool to see. I really That's I really like. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check that out. You've made me a believer now. I, I I've been big into the Jeffrey Star controversy for a while yeah. because I remember like maybe a year ago there was this whole. Uh, tabloid that kanye was dating jeffree star and their mansions or their ranches in wyoming are close to each other and that the timelines matched up for uh jeffree star talking about sleeping with some celebrity whatever supposedly though jeffree star has slept with like a ton of celebrities and uh you know they they sign like non-disclosure agreements so that they can't release who they are and whatever he says on the podcast with uh with damn i can't remember that dude's name um, he says on the podcast though, and it's a clip on TikTok right now. That's how I saw this part. And it was like, uh, I cannot, and I cannot say who it is, but it's a huge, uh, rapper and he would literally fucking come kill me right now. Yeah. I saw <laughs> that clip. Yeah. He would fucking come murder me right now. And uh, I, and I, and, but honestly, I hate that. It's like that. I, I don't, I don't, it's, this is weird to me that we live in that day and age, you know? Like, is it for me? No, but I've also said it a hundred times. If I wanted to go do some nasty shit, I'd go do some nasty shit. I'm not going to, I don't know what y'all do behind closed doors, but what I want to do behind closed doors, what I want to do, that that doesn't define me. That doesn't make me any different than anybody else. That's the problem is I've been trying to sleep with celebrities for my entire life, basically, and it just hasn't worked. So I don't know how some people just stumble across it so easy. You're just not pretty. Well, that's that's part of it. The, the debate. I'm between, not either, though. <laughs> the debate between me and my friends has been like crazy, but like if I went and sucked one dick, yeah, I'm not gay. Yeah, I did a gay act, but I'm not gay just because you do a one, two, even twenty gay acts. Yeah. You're not gay. Yeah, I've I've actually had this conversation with with one of my friends. It's like. Think of how many bisexual people actually aren't gay or straight. They just they they will just have sex with anyone. Yeah. Like is that 
Is that gay? If you just you're just trying to get off, like man, woman, horse, well, pig. I don't know. Well, like what? I mean, <laughs> not to go on? not to go down the rabbit hole too much. How do you fucking know unless you try? <laughs> like I'm not. That's a, I'm, that's a good point. That's I mean, point. no shit. Like not to be fucking weird, but it's yeah. not like I haven't looked and been like, right, let's just fucking say Brad Pitt. What? Not really? like I, I, not like I haven't looked at Brad Pitt. Like, that's a beautiful motherfucker. Or, or, like or Thor, or Thor. I, I mean, not me too much. No, no, I'm not. Like, there's nothing about a masculine man, man or whatever. But I'll tell you this, and I said it with the playmates the other day. Those uh, fucking Transformers on TikTok, uh, Optimus Fines if, would, could get me fucking in trouble in a heartbeat <laughs> if, I, if I didn't know. The Transformers. If, if I did not know, I could get fucking tricked at a bar in a heartbeat. I yeah, mean, I could see that. I know a guy who beautiful. got into a situation like that. They're fucking actually. beautiful. Yeah, I know a guy that got into a situation like that in Vegas. He he brings this gal that he met on the strip back to a hotel room. Turns out that actually she was a he. Yeah. And he was freaked out. He left. Yeah. He ran away, basically. <laughs> but I don't think that that makes you a bad person if you leave. No, I, I I don't think it makes you a bad person. Anybody that says that's just not your preference. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I would leave. I I would. But at the same time, you can still be like, you can, you can say that is a beautiful person. (laughs) I get you're still a beautiful cock, sir, but I will, I will have to. I I appreciate (laughs) what you did there, but I'm, I'm going to go now. I I like the attention to detail. You look very clean. Yeah. Especially if they're bigger than me, I'm getting the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, great job from the waist up, but I got, I got to go. It's the waist down that really sealed the deal for me. You know, right? I yeah, exactly. And that, and that's and that's the that's the problem. Maybe take some head, send them on the road. <laughs> be, something. Uh, uh, at what at what point do we cross the line here? Just keep your pants on. I'll never know. I'll forget about it. But if you okay, all bullshit aside. If they kept their pants on, does it make you gay? And it doesn't matter. You would well, never know. It's really if you decide who you tell and if you decide to tell anyone, really, you know? What's I mean, bad? You, if, What's if, bad if that happens this... to me, obviously, I have to tell my buddies. I'm not going to go to the grave with that. And I'm never going to be able to live oh, that would, down. I know. Oh, that. I would definitely tell my friends. There's it, it no way. Different. There's no way I wouldn't. So tell many my questions, friends. you know? Okay. So, well, Josh. Fuck Mary Kill, Brad Pitt, uh, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I'm fucking Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, he's funny. He would get me naked so quick. Yeah. 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 Deadpool, obviously. Uh Marion Bradley Cooper. He can sing. Yeah, and then I guess Star that, is born. Him and Lady Gaga. That was yeah. a bang. And then I'm definitely me good dad vibes too. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely killing Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. I would have honestly, I would have picked that. He would. Three. He'd make me adopt kids. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, looks snaky too. Yeah, and he'd he'd yeah. always tell you how you used to fuck Jennifer Aniston. Like you'd always oh. have to, you'd always have to have that rubbed in your face, and then <laughs> like it's hey, constantly. No bragging. matter, yeah. No matter whatever you did, you could like cure cancer. Oh, by the way, I used to fuck Jennifer Aniston. 
Yeah, but, she's uh, been my celebrity fuck my entire for as long as I can remember. She's been the one. Like if I could pick her and is weird. I don't think it's weird, but J Lo. Oh, dude, don't even get me started have on. You seen, have you seen that new movie she's in? Uh, the Shotgun Wedding on Amazon Prime. No, are you promoting the movie right now? Uh, I'm promoting. No, it's a horrible movie. Are uh, they sponsoring <laughs> the pod? <laughs> Shit movie, <laughs> hot character. The, the whole thing is just stupid. Really? I mean, I was so she's fun. the star of it or what? Did you, yeah, is this, yeah, she's, is this like she's a star of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, no, no. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a rom-com. Oh. But uh, let me tell you, the the first, like, first 15 minutes is all you need to watch. Uh, It goes exactly how the th- hell you think the whole movie's going to go Um, once you get the premise of it. But first 10 minutes or whatever it is, there's just one scene. She's on the bed. Boy shorts cut off top or whatever it is and just that 50 year old ass is the most perfect ass i have ever seen in my life and then she like stands up at one point in time in the same scene and reaches at the top of the cabinet i should have it would have been better time like a better my time was better spent if i had just paused that for the next hour and a half instead of actually watching the movie yeah. Like I should just had it as my screensaver and scroll through TikTok the rest of the movie and or yeah. instead of watching the rest of the movie. Well, movie. I'll have to not check it out, but uh if you could give me a timestamp to that particular part, I would agree. First fifteen <laughs> minutes. As soon as as soon as the bedroom scenes o- uh over, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movies the, I, I can't watch movies that are so unbelievable. Like I, I yeah. really am into like historical movies. I, I like stuff that if it just cannot fucking happen. Now, if it's a if it's yeah. so like let's say like anything that's got Danny McBride in it, I'll fucking watch. I yeah, love dude, some I, goddamn Danny McBride. Yeah, like if it's so bad that it's good, I'm okay with it. Like it's yeah. got to be so non-believable, like ironically. I, yeah, like ironically yeah. bad. I'm fucking fine with it. But if they try to make it look like whatever like believable yeah don't treat me like i'm a fucking child like i don't this is this is so stupid that's how i feel about the fast and furious franchise right now i quit i quit watching it when they're like what i think when paul walker the one at the one right there after he died i was done i could i could not go anymore i'm gonna be honest with you any of them after tokyo drift i wasn't a huge fan of uh i can't remember i I think that was like the third one or whatever. They're on like nine now yeah, or they ten. Should, they should have just kept it like fucking mobsters and fucking yeah. s- stealing 18 wheelers and stuff. When the fuck did – I don't want to see Vin Diesel saving the world. No. Like, that's the dumbest fucking thing of all time. They got J- The Rock, Jason Momoa. They got all the action guys in there. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge Rock fan, though. Like, I love Dwayne. But him in that role with Dwayne is just so fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know I, who I, totally I don't know agree. who's watching this movie. Kids, kids, it, dude, it's owned by must, Disney, isn't it? It must be. I don't yeah, know who. I don't it, know. It's who owned it is. by Disney. They got a ride at. Oh no, it's owned by Universal because they got a ride at Universal. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Um, it's like the cheesiest thing ever. It's the fucking worst shit of all time, <laughs> is what it is. I've have you ever? Uh, there's a podcast. I don't even know if they still make it anymore, but it fucking made me laugh my ass off so hard. Uh, I can't remember this dude's name. Um, but the podcast is called How Did This Get Made? Have y'all ever heard of it? No. Okay. Uh, you did you ever watch the league on FX? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love I, that show. The, I did too. Fuck yeah, I love that show. The ball headed guy Andre, what's his name in real life? Oh I no, I I don't know his real name, but I know I exactly him. who you're talking about. Okay, Andre. okay, he hosts this this show. Him and his wife. It's called How Did This Get Made, and all they do is go from scene to scene in unrealistic movies and tear them the fuck down. Oh, I love that. Oh my god, it is fucking hilarious, and. I, I, it's probably, it's been several years since I've listened to one, but oh my God, they did one on one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Whenever, whichever one they went to space in. And when you hear them talk about some of the scenes in some of these movies, they bring up shit that you don't even catch in the moments of some of these movies. And you're just like, what the fuck? Am I an idiot? Like, <laughs> why did I watch this? It makes you never want to watch a fucking movie again it is Dude, so you, many you've, been, you've been so dumbed down like this is so fucking bad yeah it, you ever you ever gone to a movie in the theaters and just left and been like damn i wish i could get my money back that sucked oh, 100%. um what movie no, did i'm, I'm, I'm picky i'm picky i'm picky about them i'm i'm honestly i'm i very rarely go to the movies because if i don't want to sit through a movie it just drives me nuts i'll be on my phone the entire time because i'm like i just hate this so me, I'm really picky with how, what movies I actually go to the movie theater. Me and my daughter, we have a little tradition that we do. We go to the Thursday premiere of every Marvel movie. Uh, like so, yesterday we went and watched Ant Man, uh, Quantum nice. Mania. So like that's was that. It? I was fucking good. I thought Marvel. I thought Marvel had just. I really thought after the last Thor movie. I was like, oh, they've really just overdid it. Like, they've shit the bed. Everything's fixing to go downhill. Um, but I've had a theory on Marvel. I don't know if y'all are nerds or not. I'm a nerd. I love Marvel. I can, okay. I can okay. talk about this shit. Okay, okay. So I've had a theory this entire time with the phases. Uh, the reason why they're bringing in the multiverse and the uh, like, air, all the time shit and everything now, I thought for the longest time that – they were going to try the new characters. And if the new characters didn't work, they were going to use the, the multiverse and all this other shit as an excuse to bring back the original Avengers, because those uh, movies did so good. And those were the yeah. characters that everybody actually loved. Yep. And I think because the other movies have kind of shit the bed a little bit and the other characters haven't been so loved. I think that that's what's going to happen. Uh, I, cause I just don't see, I just don't like some of the new, like the Eternals, the Eternals will shit. I didn't, yeah. I didn't I did I, not like that. I still don't get it. Uh, it really didn't set up too much of anything. Um, I don't like the, was, was the one love and Thor could have been so much better. Yeah. Not a huge fan of that one either. And I uh, love guardians of the galaxy. So I thought it was going to be better since they were linking up doing some crazy shit. Yeah. I think that literally everything they're doing, they're skipping so much trying to set up the saga, like the big ones, like Infinity Wars. Uh, Infinity War was amazing. 
I absolutely love that shit. But I think every even Ant Man, Ant Man was so good. The new one was really, really good. But it's still like they're setting up the Secret Wars. Like it's still they could have it could have made it more about what's going on right. now instead of setting up the next movie. And it's yeah, seems like, I see what you're saying. Like that's what they're doing. Like that's they're just going for the fucking the big ones. Better instead, development. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all they're really doing. It seems like that and, sucks. Yeah, and Disney. That's what. And that, that's all they care about. They just want you to keep fucking coming. They want to keep pumping out the movies and all this kind of stuff and everything. Yeah. yeah that's what fucking, uh, what's his name? Taylor Sheridan with uh, Yellowstone and all that shit. Yep. He, yep. Stre- he stretched so thin with Yellowstone, uh, 1923 and all the other stuff now that you can see like the decline of the plot lines and everything. Oh, don't you dare talk shit on 1923. <laughs> oh, I like, I like 1923. I, I do. It's way better than the other one that they did before. Completely agree. I didn't even finish the 18 fucking whatever. There's, there were so many gaps. Uh, it's just kind of, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it's kind of unnecessary. Yep. It's kind of like, and if it wasn't for Whiskey Rift, uh, I don't know if y'all follow Whiskey Rift. Uh, no. Okay, Whiskey Rift is cool. It's just like a country music uh, fucking thing. If it was not for them putting out the Dutton family, like actual tree and whose uh, who's father, whose mother, then the kids, the whole family uh, tree, I wouldn't yeah. know who the fuck anybody in 1923 was. Dude, they, I just looked that shit up. They would not. 1923 didn't set that shit up at all. Well, it was oblivious. You didn't need 1888. Like you could have just like, not. Who the fuck is Jacob? Yeah, you didn't need 1880, 1888. You could have just done or 1883, whatever the fuck it was. You could have just started right here with 1923. But it's good. I, I like it. I hate, and I don't really think Kevin Costner's leaving either. I keep seeing that shit. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think so either. I think it's I'm, I bet they're willing money. to. Yeah, I was gonna say I bet they're willing to pay a bag to keep him oh. there too. Could you imagine? I mean, he's like. He's he's the guy. He's the guy. Well, I know like every show has got like a seven-year rule. I don't know if y'all ever heard of the seven-year rule. Mm-mm. All right. So if you think about like your favorite shows ever, that have yep. been like iconic ass shows. Yep. When you get to season seven, they are never good after season seven. Or if they do, their episodes start to dwindle. The plot lines, like you're just you're just stretched so thin. The actors usually, if it's a good show, the actors have to like are on to movies or doing other shit. Like it's usually takes a year or two to even get to the next season. Like it's just right. shameless, uh, yep. fucking uh, sons of the anarchy. Office. office, fucking uh, what is that other one? Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. Like yep. when you get to about season seven, that's when it starts going to shit. Yeah, and um, you're on season five right now of Yellowstone. So in order for Kevin uh, Costner to stay, they're either going to have to pay the fuck up, or you got to completely switch the season, uh, switch it, or do something fucking crazy. I think they can kill him off. Honestly, I really do. I think I they could kill off his character and keep it running. I don't know what you would do though, because who, whoever would be the like leader of the family, all of a sudden this whole the whole thing from start. To where it was began to where you're at now has literally been about protecting him. The land right. does. If you think about that show, it's not. It's never been about the land. It's been about him. It's like a metaphor. That whole show is a fucking metaphor for him being happy 
and for him protecting his family. If he's not there, whatever. Because even like whatever her name is, Beth, has said several times, she's just fucking protecting her dad, making him happy. Right. Yeah. yeah like the whole time. If he's not there, what the fuck the show's going to be about? True. True. Like, yeah, Shit. I, I just don't. I just don't know what the fuck it's about. It's not going to be about Rip. I mean, it, it's not going to be about fucking Casey. Casey, I don't care what anybody says. That's a dull-ass character. I yeah. completely agree, dude. I am not a fan of the Casey character. I just think you could have made him badass. Veteran, cowboy, fucking law enforcement officer, or whatever, livestock agent. You could have made him into a fucking beast. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. He's not really on it anymore as much. Nice. His character is, like, not as not as, not as big in the role. They but like whatever. What do you what do you say about this whole thing where they say like uh they're there's a lot of people pissed about Yellowstone because like they portray this uh cowboy lifestyle to be fun and glamorous and and like you know uh trendy basically. I think they made the clothing trendy, but you don't have motherfuckers moving out to Texas joining ranches. Like right. they yeah, like I do think that what they have done and I do like this, is I do like the cowboy lifestyle, but nobody's wanting to do that shit. The people, no. the people in Texas, people out in Montana, the people in Oklahoma, those folks that still have ranches and stuff, which are far and in between, by the way. There's, it's just not what it used to be. The people that have those big ass ranches and all that land, you look up how many they actually are. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah there's not it ain't it ain't like that no more i mean everything's commercialized now like you i don't know if y'all know what commercial farming is but yeah, like bill gates bill gates buying up all the farmland no like you have like a and bill gates probably owns one I'm, i shouldn't say this but like you'll have like a purdue like purdue farms like for the chicken and everything now so like if you come around here um, and I'm, I imagine this is what the same thing with ranching, by the way, I'm just gonna give a chicken farm as an example. So, <laughs> so like chicken houses around here are mainly owned by Tyson or Purdue. So they'll go to a farmer that has owned all this land for either cotton, chicken, peanuts, or whatever. They'll buy up the land now from the farmers and put these chicken houses out there. And then they'll pay very shitty, by the way, uh, pay to, to keep the chicken houses out there, farmer maintain it and all this kind of stuff or whatever. And that's commercial farming now. And it's, it's shitty. There's actually a documentary that'll show you how shitty, if anybody's listening right now, things called like big chick or something. Um, it's on, um, it's on Amazon prime, but it shows you just how shitty that industry is now. And cattle's the same way. You have yep. to, ha you have to have like shit like that now. Um, you shouldn't have to. It should be up to the farmer. It should be up to the rancher. But you get fucked on that shit now, dude. Like, they set the prices. So why not, if they set the prices, why not try to literally nickel and dime everything along the way from right. start to finish? Dude, it's, yeah, that it's sucks. A shit, it's a That's shit industry. We're paying, like, fucking $6 a dozen eggs up here right now. It's crazy. We get fucked eggs on are a commodity. Now. We get fucked on literally everything now. Yeah, it's unreal. What what is uh what's what's your biggest gripe with living in Georgia there? My biggest gripe with living in Georgia is there's no fucking casinos. <laughs> is there really not? No, we can't gamble here. Really? Yeah. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah, I just 
I know why I'm wearing the Bible belt, but it's stupid. Okay. It's stupid here. There's they'll let us do any fucking thing else. You can go buy a lottery ticket at a store here, but you can't go fucking bet on a fucking baseball game. Or you can't go to a casino and play cards. Yeah, weird. It's, it's stupid, man. I'm guessing y'all have them there though. We got oh, yeah. we got uh two different kinds of casinos, state run casinos and then like native casinos. Yeah. And the Native American ones you can uh you know like play slots at, but all the all the state owned ones are all just card games only. Yeah. Like blackjack and three card we, poker or whatever. We either have to go to Alabama, which is just slot machines. Uh you can go to North Carolina, which is uh slot machines and card games at both of those. Or you can go over to the coast of Georgia and you can get on uh these poker boats. And uh, they'll take you out international orders. Uh, they go out twice a day. And uh, they've got slot machines and some card games. But they're not regulated, so it feels like you're getting shit on every time you go out there. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. You have to go on a boat in Georgia. That just sucks. Out in the yeah. Gulf or what? Do they, like, bring you out to the Gulf of Mexico and sail you straight no, no, out? No, no, no. We don't. We're, Georgia's not attached to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, what side of Georgia are you on? There's not Georgia doesn't touch the Gulf of Mexico. No, I know, but I'm saying like to what part are you sailing out of? Like the Atlantic side? Yeah, we're good to the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I had to fucking sit here and think. I was like, I've lived here my whole life. We don't touch the Gulf of Mexico, do we? <laughs> I, I no, just... it doesn't touch, but it's it's super super close. I mean, that little strip of Florida is like right there. The only thing. Yeah. Now you have to. Is weird. Now you are. I'm. The bottom half, the closest part of Georgia that is to the ocean or the Gulf is probably still two hours away. Okay. And where I'm at in central Georgia is two hours away from the Atlantic Ocean. Damn. Okay. I'm, I'm four hours away from the Gulf. Giving us a dose of geography today. I yeah, I'm not that. fucking good at that. I wasn't prepared for all that shit, and I probably still got that shit wrong. <laughs> Dude, we drive. I, I could drive 15 fucking minutes from where I am right now and be at a massive casino. Yeah, I wish I could. It's not always a good thing to have, though. No. Especially the drunken nights where someone's like, let's go to the fucking Nino. <laughs> That's a, that, always. I am glad that we don't have them because of that reason. And I'm they a, never close. Yeah, I'm a degenerate gambler, though. Like, I, really? I, I, dude, when I first blew up on social media um, back in the day with, with Snapchat and shit, when I was making a lot of money off of it, and uh, when I got called Bearded Bastard and got my nickname and stuff that got me, all that shit got me my job in the country radio back in the day. I was making a lot of money, and I didn't know to save it. And I always liked playing cards. So I used to go to North Carolina on a whim. Like I think we got, I got my deposits like twice a month. And uh, as soon as I knew that shit was going to hit, boy, my ass was gone. I've lost a lot of fucking money. Really? Try, trying to make more money. I should own a house at least. Not maybe, you... maybe not like the nicest fucking house, but I should own a fucking house and truck outright by now. Would you, so you would just go and spend all your money at the casino the second you got it or what? Oh, absolutely. Would you be drinking while you're doing it too? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, they comp you <laughs> fucking everything, but I mean, right. they, they're going to put you, 
I, if they're going to comp you at least a hotel room, so you're going to call them, you're going to give them your player's card number, and they're going to look up and see what you played last time, how much you spent. First thing they're going to do is like somebody, I think usually I would either win or lose. They, they look at what you played, how much you put in. So let's say I put in 5000 They're going to be like, okay, let's give them a suite. All drinks and everything always comped anyway. Uh, yep. So – they're going to give you a suite. You're going to get there, sit down at the table. First thing they'll do, they're already going to know what you fucking drink. They've yep. already got you every, they know how to fucking pull you in. Yep. They got me sit. They got me fucking ready to go. You and, want anything to eat? You want anything to drink? Yeah, they, they, they know what, what, you, what can I get you? Yeah, what can so I, I get you? But see, like I'm going to be there for two days, two, three days. And I don't Damn. like, I, I'll take some Adderall or something. I'm not stopping. And my thing is, is I'll get up. And I won't quit. Like I want more. And I'll really, yeah. Like I, I don't know how to stop. And I'll get because a little. I, I like life changing money. That's what I always say. It's like, what's yeah. three thousand dollars going to do for me? Like, but you know what will do something for me? Twenty five thousand dollars if I sit here and I play a couple more hours. Like, let's just, let's up our bets. And what's you know, the most I, you've walked away with? Oh. I've probably left, but let me, when I say I left, I probably left in a day with close to 20. But what's but, the most you ever lost? Well, I don't know. I don't ever take more than $5,000 to a casino. So I've probably lost $5,000 $5,000 in a day. That's about 4999 more than I try to bring to the casino. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's I, such a defeating feeling leaving the casino after getting yeah. your ass kicked. Like there's nothing yeah. worse to me. I well, remember see, on our 18th birthday it was kind of like a rite of passage that you go to the casino the day of your 18th birthday when I was in high school. And so one time I went there, I remember I lost $500 and it was a sickening feeling. I remember walking out of there, well also at 18 years old 500 felt like 10 grand. Fuck yeah. yeah. Where I was like, I'm a piece of shit. That sucked. I'm, <laughs> I wanted to cry. First day of being 18, he's just depressed as fuck. At 18, $500 is a, is, is a month's worth of life-changing shit, you know? You can buy a lot of cigarettes with that. Fuck yeah, you can. Um, <laughs> but what I, what I, and I've only, now I limit myself. I go like once a year. But even back then, what I would do is I wouldn't like go for broke. I understand like if I went and I took $5,000, I had my bills paid. I had money in the bank. I would take $5,000 and I would leave my debit card or credit cards in my truck. So at least if you ran out of money, you had to have the conversation with yourself, leaving the table, going to your vehicle. Like you, you, you had to say, Hey, look, I came with this amount of money. This is what I was comfortable losing. Yeah, you've, you've lost it. Now go to fuck home. Like, be fucking smart about it. There's only been like once or twice ever, and I've been a lot of fucking times. <laughs> a lot of fucking times. And and, it, and I think both of those times was like day one of me going on like a six or seven day trip because I like going to Biloxi, and I and yeah. I I haven't been to Biloxi in probably two or three years now, but on those trips were probably the ones where like, I probably lost like a fat stack on day one. And I was like, I'm not going home. I fucking just got here. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and, and like, yeah, that's when you gotta have a little talk with yourself and be like, uh, 
you got you got man up here now. You got you gotta not be a bitch. Yeah, what what are we gonna do? We got we're gonna we're gonna fight for this back. We're gonna get him back. You don't ever get it back. Um <laughs> I've yet I've yet to figure that motherfucker out. What's your oh. thoughts on Vegas? Are you a big Vegas guy? I'm scared to go. Have you ever been? I haven't. Um I'm scared shitless to go. Dude, it's a lot of fun. But for a guy like you, I don't know if if uh if that would be a health well thing. I'm one of these people, when I say I'm a degenerate gambler, it's just like anything else in my life. I've learned what moderation really does fucking mean. <laughs> like, I know I like to drink, but I know when to stop. I like to do a lot of things, but I know when to stop. And if I ever went to Vegas, I would have to take someone with me. I know I could not go there unless I had someone that I absolutely trusted and believed in wholeheartedly that if they said, Hey, look, you're up. Let's get the fuck up and go to the room. Cause that's all it would ever take is like somebody that I absolutely trusted to say, Hey, look, you're good. Walk away. Cause I've never had anybody that I actually really gave a fuck about in my ear telling me <laughs> get up right now. If I so, ever if I ever had that, I'd be fucking Gucci, and I, I'd have way more money in the fucking bank. But I, I've never had that. I've never had anybody because I usually like going by myself. I'll get in my little depression uh, spurts or whatever, and I just like need to get away or whatever. Casino. Yeah, that's I'm a dangerous like, game. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> and, yeah, I just I've learned the hard way a lot. Drink away the pain, gamble away the pain. God, call it a day. Well, I'm I'm very self destructive. I used to be. That's why I don't do it. But like, like I said, once a year now, and uh, but that's what it used to be, man. I wasn't very. Ha it wasn't that I wasn't happy at that time of my life when I was going all the time, but I just didn't have a lot of shit going for me, and I was making money that was easy money working on social media at the time, and it was just well, fuck. I don't have anybody to share this with. Like life is just kind of boring. Like you would post a couple videos a day and interact right. and do all this stupid shit, but you really but it didn't. Monotonous. Yeah, but you didn't have shit. Like still, one bedroom apartment in Macon, Georgia, lonely and bored ninety nine percent of the time. Let's go do some dumb shit. Like yeah. yeah, fuck it. I mean, it was it was almost self sabotage. Probably it was yeah. It was a little bit of punishing yourself. Like you don't deserve this fucking money. What way can you give it back if you're not going to fucking do drugs? Because I don't like hard drugs. Like, if you're not going to fucking do meth, let's go to a casino and just abuse the shit out of yourself. Like, well, it, was, exactly. it, it was one of the two. It was one of the two. Yeah, exactly. And and at the end of the day, it just comes down to of comfort of how much trashy shit you can get into and snap back, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so I know what I know what like redneck shit is in the Midwest. And I don't really know what redneck shit is down south, but from what I understand, you guys just have a different level of redneck down there because you guys can operate rednecks year round. Rednecks primarily live in the outside, right? And here it gets cold. Uh, well, I think redneck got termed here. I hate the term redneck. Really? Uh, I fucking despise the term redneck. Um, Why? What does it mean down there? No, no, no. Uh, it's just me. I oh, hate the term. Know. Yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of people like that term. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm southern because you got where I grew up. The people that are called redneck, 
some people love that. Some people really do just, I'm a redneck. They, my dad would probably come in the studio right now and say he's a redneck through and through. And he fucking digs it. That's not me. I'm I'm Southern, and I love the fact that I am Southern. Rednecks is kind of trashier. Right, they're, yeah. just, they're just a trashier type of person, and they're happy that they're that way. I And they love their life, and, th- and there's nothing wrong with that. I like the finer things about being Southern. I, I like that I'm a clean person. I like to go to a fucking barbershop and get my beard trimmed and shaped. If, if I was a redneck, my shit's probably scraggly. It's probably never been brushed. Probably doesn't get oils and shit put in it. Uh, okay. I like I like going. I probably got more clothes than most women. I like to dress a certain way. If you catch me out in uh, Macon or Nashville or whatever, I like to fucking dress up. I like to look. I like to look a certain way. I got fucking boots that are fucking. Uh, what is it called? Python fucking rattlesnake boots or whatever. Steppers? Yeah. I got some fucking grown ass boots. Like I've got buddies that are rednecks that are going to go buy them a pair of work boots and wear them everywhere they go. And they're right. proud of it. And I'm, I love them for that. Like, but here a redneck is a person that works their ass off every single day. And you can't tell the difference sometimes when they got off work or when they're going out or whatever they're doing. And I love the people like that, but yeah. I'm just, I'm just a little more Southern. Like guys, it's not that much of a difference and it would be hard to tell the difference unless you were here. And I don't have no disrespect or I don't hate anybody. That's a fucking redneck. I just, there's something about the term that is just not me. It's, it's, yeah, very, it's just a very fucking fine line. Like, I part just, of the, what part of the country do you think has the trashiest rednecks? Oh, Alabama. Alabama. God damn, I couldn't even get it out of my mouth before you said it, Sam. It, I mean, it's just it's the most simple question I've ever heard. Well, actually, so, I'll take that back. Mississippi. Oh, that's a good yeah, one, too. I could see that. Well, here's also the thing. I went, I went snow goose hunting in Arkansas last spring, and I saw some of the trashiest places I've ever been to in this just middle of nowhere Arkansas. Garbage everywhere trash everywhere it looked like yeah. there was more shit outside the house than there was inside the house yeah it was crazy yeah that you get a lot of that here <laughs> you you get you get a lot of that fucking shit here you guys uh, ever have get people like american pickers trying to run through your shit all the time or what oh dude i do that you run I, through people's so, shit so like i am it's like my guilty fucking pleasure i'm an antique connoisseur Digging through a nice barnyard. Well, I like antique stores. uh, But, like, if I see some stuff at somebody's, like, a state sale or, uh, like, I just know somebody or whatever, I see it on social media, like, I'm hitting them up. If you, if y'all were ever to come to my studio, or, like, you can actually even see behind me, I've got a 1930 organ sitting behind me. I've got a 1910 radio. I've got a, on the other side of the studio over here, I've got a desk or a table that's made out of somebody. I don't know how old it is, but they made it out of old whiskey barrels. So even the chairs are made out of old whiskey barrels, but they're made to rock. And like, it's it's, it's just fucking cool. I love anything that's antique. Even my couches in here are like from the 1970s and they're red velvet. And like, oh dude, I just love shit. And if you don't, if you know you don't do the American pickers or the antique shit, you know, you'll never find that kind of stuff. I love 
all that shit. But yeah, you can go anywhere around here, man. And it's every fucking weird. real piece of history. Yeah. Hey, let me let me ask y'all. Uh, with all the UFO shit going on, y'all were other kind of close to some of. It. Have y'all seen anything? Dude, I've been keeping my eyes peeled. <laughs> I've been on watch. I haven't I haven't seen anything yet, but I got a little bit of a false alarm, a little bit of a red alert outside the bar. Uh, it would have been last winter. I look up in the sky outside on the smoking patio, and I see like a hundred stars all in a straight line going straight across the sky. And I'm like, holy shit, we're getting invaded right now. Wow. I mean, come to find out it was actually just like Starlink satellites getting launched or whatever. But that was the craziest shit I ever seen. Dude, I got freaked out the other night. So uh, I I don't sleep well at fucking night anyway. I I work primarily from 11 o'clock till late at night. So I stay up till like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning most nights. And the other night I got on uh, TikTok and I just went on one of these spurts to where you just turned on South Park and let South Park fucking run the, like I haven't seen it a thousand times. And uh, it was like between two in the morning and four o'clock in the morning. And I was on TikTok and every single fucking post, every single post for those two hour span was people posting all over the world or what was on my for you page about UFOs, about the fucking train derailments right now, about uh, the end of the world. And there was something else in that fucking Jeffrey Marsh asshole that I hate so much right now on social media. What's the deal with the train derailment thing? I keep hearing about that. Have you not seen it? No, I have no idea. Uh, look it up on your phone. It's in Ohio right now. Just type in train derailment in Ohio. Okay. Uh, so there's a train derailment in Ohio. I can't remember the name of the town. It's actually like Palestine, Ohio or some shit. It's very fucking weird that it's called Palestine. <laughs> like, it's very fucking weird that it's just... Of all places it could have happened, it's a Middle Eastern name. But the chemical spill is fucking compared to Chernobyl, the the nuclear fucking Seriously? shit. Yeah, like it's bad. And if you look at all the pictures from they're burning it off. They're they're trying to burn it off. And people in the community are talking about the fucking headaches already and like all this other shit. But the cloud images and everything are what are fucking scary because apparently the stuff that is from them burning it off and it going into the atmosphere and other stuff is supposed to produce acid rain. And yes. If, yeah. And if you look at the fucking satellite images and everything else, the fucking clouds are black and they're not fucking moving. Like, it's fucking scary. And all the pictures yeah. and stuff that are being released, it's crazy. But this is what freaked me the fuck out. Between the train derailment and all that shit, the UFO stuff, um, the end of the world stuff, and then the Jeffrey Marsh fucking dickhead. That two to four hour span, or that between two in the morning and four o'clock in the morning. I went to bed right after that. I have not seen anything else about none of that stuff. And then I realized during that time span on TikTok or whatever, the people who moderate that shit on TikTok are at bed during that time. So people were literally posting shit and not getting took down. That's why it was fucking getting posted everywhere. I have not seen any of it. I bet you if you go look on your shit between two and four or even later or whatever, it's going to be more of that stuff. And it's scary as fuck because you're like, oh, they're censoring the fuck out of these people. 
Like they're censoring the shit out of folks that are sharing this stuff. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. I mean, we've even experienced it on a small level where it's like, if we say certain buzzwords, like, uh, the, the C word, the big sick yeah, and, uh, anything relating to 2020 that yeah. the podcast will noticeably get like a, a fourth of the views because it won't get shown to more people. Yeah. So we don't, we try just to not even mention it. And if we do, I'll just bleep it out. It's crazy how they just, they can take away our voice without even telling us. Yeah. They just have full them. control on who sees, who sees what we put out. Yeah. Fuck them. That's what I said. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't, I don't care anymore. I, I had this conversation with somebody, uh, hell, it was one of the playmates, um, Sarah Beth Cheek. She was the first one I did the show with a couple weeks ago. I, it took me <laughs> fucking for that, Sarah Blake. Her, yeah, her name is she really married somebody with a fucking name Cheek. And she got a fat old oh, ass. Way. Shout out to you, Sarah Blake. Uh, gosh, she got a fat ass. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I can't get it out of my head because it's been all ever since we became friends on social media. It's literally all over. Every time my Instagram pops up, it's fucking everywhere. And uh, anyway. I started this podcast because I got fired from country radio for saying the shit I wanted to say. Like that's also why they hired me. I say it all the fucking time. Same reasons they hired me were the same reason they fired me. And it just makes no fucking sense. Besides for the person I was doing the show with, she ended up getting jealous and not liking me. So she got me fucking fired. And when I did the show with Sarah the other day, that's how we started it was I'm going back to the shit that I want to talk about. I'm going back to talking about any and everything. And if somebody doesn't like it or somebody gets offended, don't fucking listen. Like you, you have a podcast for a reason. You, you aren't doing regular radio. You are an opinion based shit talking show. Uh, I literally just did the fucking post yesterday for bunny. Like everybody's coming after her ass right now and giving her shit because of her hosts. Or some of her guests, I mean, like she's had on. I've had some of her guests on my show. And like, I want you guys to invite any fucking body that you think is going to be a good guest on your show, regardless of their fucking haters or their fan base. If you think that they're interesting, you should invite them on your show for a good conversation. It is not our job to tell the people that are listening to us right now what to believe. It is our job to have a conversation and put what we are talking about out into the world. We're not fucking fact checkers. Right. And it, we're not like, we're supposed to just have fun. We're supposed to be entertaining. And that is why I started this shit. Like just to have fun, to get paid for having fun and to just be me and just to, to fucking do shit like this. And I cannot stand that bunny. And there's other people that have podcasts too that are catching shit because we're not sitting here doing background checks that we're not sitting here. Yeah, we're like, what? Why, we're not fucking sitting here saying, Oh, I didn't know this person had gotten fucking trouble back in 1999 or, Oh, they, they don't like somebody else that has a big, or excuse me, that somebody else with a big account doesn't like them. Oh, I shouldn't have them on my show because of that. Fuck you. Like, I, I don't, I don't know anybody yeah. in, in that situation with her, by the way, on the other side, I love Kelsey. That I don't even know if y'all know what the fuck they're arguing about, but Kelsey's no. been on. Okay, uh, Kelsey has been on my show I think twice. 
first time she was on my show, if y'all have never followed perfectly Kelsey or whatever it is now, I thought I was going to hate this woman. I asked her on my show the first time because I was a very small show at that time. And I needed people with big fucking accounts to share my shit. And yep. I was like, I was like, I'm going to hate this woman. Cause I hated a lot of the stuff she posted. It was for clickbait. It was for clout chasing. Cause I needed, it. I just needed people to hear me. So I knew once yep. they heard me, they were going to like me or if they didn't fuck them. I tried. I fell in love yep. with this woman and her views and how she went about her business. By the time we got done with the first episode, I had so much respect for her and realized she is just her. She's authentically her. And that's what all of us should respect about some of these people on social media is if you're just being the authentic version of you, if you're being unapologetically you, then what the fuck does it matter if anybody's got a negative like opinion of you? If I'm like not, Jeffrey Star. Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? If you're just being you and you're being happy, who gives a fuck? Right. Yeah. I just fuck hate that. I just hate that shit. Well, and I feel like from a creator standpoint, you know, there's obviously creators I don't like, but I respect anybody that's willing to put themselves out there. Yeah. I know the balls it takes and what you have to deal with and I, I full respect. There's only a Even if I would never watch your shitty fucking show, you know, I still yeah. respect for what you do. There's only a certain handful of people that I just would not have on this show. Our kinds of people I would not have on this show. And it's very few and far and in between. Like if you've got an interesting story and I think that you're going to hold a conversation with me, even if we're completely different. One of the best shows I've ever had. Guy has absolutely no social media presence whatsoever. We went to school together. He is married to somebody who is transitioning. Um, he's very liberal. I'm not a conservative, by the way. I'm an independent. I don't believe in fucking either fucking side. Yep. I think they're both fucking full of shit. <laughs> <sighs> they're both yeah. fucking. They're both in each other's pockets. They just don't fucking tell us. A hundred percent. But this guy. With somebody that's transitioning, liberal. He's extremely fucking intelligent, by the way. So he's way smarter than I fucking am. Um, but anyway, he comes in here. He's very respectful towards me. We end up agreeing on doing the show because he saw the podcast taking off. And I posted on Facebook one day, hey, I want people with difference of opinions than me to come talk about life with me on the podcast. I want to show people that if you're respectful, that you can have a good show. Like you, you, you can go about being different than people if you respect each other. And this dude does not have a good reputation of that. This dude has a fucking reputation of being savage as fuck to people on social media. Okay. Well, well, I was like this. I was like, if this dude comes at me and he wants to come to the studio and he, <laughs> he wants to be that way, I can fucking go ham with somebody. Yeah. Like if you want to, if you want to throw word for word, Cause you're not going to whoop my ass. The dude was, I mean, he, if it, if it would have came down to us getting physical with each other, it would, they wouldn't have went well, but, and if it would have came down to a fucking spelling competition or anything like that, or fucking brains, he would have beat my ass. So, but just having a conversation, I knew I could hold my own with this guy ends up being one of the best conversations I've ever had in my life. Cause he's so different but we respect each other's points of view. There's only like one thing that we kind of got like 
not heated on, but we just could not fucking agree on. But it was the dumbest goddamn thing I'd ever heard in my life. And besides for that one thing, everything else was cool. So I just don't understand why people can't open up to where, even if you're so different than somebody else and you want to do a podcast, why not invite the people that are different than you? Why can't you invite the people that, you know, whoever onto your show and just it be for the get are you you're making a show not just for us to have fun and sit here and do this you're making a show for the person listening right now that should be your goal to entertain the person on the other side not the person sitting in front of you or the person on camera with you we're not fucking doing this for us i mean we want the money in our bank account we want to have fun with our buddies you know we want the clout you know we want that shit but if this is what you want to do for a living or you want this to be your career you're not doing this for you. You're doing it for the fucking person that's taking time out of their day on their ride home to tune in. And it is your job to entertain them. That's yes. the only people you owe shit to. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. What's your favorite part about doing it? Just meeting every, meeting all the new people, like meeting different walks of life over it or what? Yeah. I love learning. I love learning about me. And I love learning about different points of view of life. I like when somebody teaches me something. Um, I love all the music side of it a lot, too. Don't get me wrong. But when you have somebody that just, when you get to see how somebody went through something, like even the, even Tawny, I'm going to use her as an example. Uh, and I, I know I keep bringing up the Playmates because they were just the, the most recent people that were on the show. <laughs> She would. Hey, she grew. We, up, she, we like it when you bring yeah, them up. Right? I, she grew up as a Mormon, and that was the name of like of the episode was from a Mormon to a mommy. I thought it was funny, <laughs> but yeah, that's a bit of a transition there. Yeah, but like she, she grew up, and then like she kind of had like a very sheltered and pressured into being like this perfect little home life and everything, like, or whatever. And then like her twenties were just kind of rough. And everything like uh just it was kind of rough like just and, an identity crisis or what well like just relationship shit and other stuff and like her dad i'll tell you one story real fast from her like her dad uh was the reason she her stepdad excuse me was the reason like she got locked up one time like he he was uh she was My at God. a party she was at a party and um she was the only one there above 21 everybody else was underage the police were gonna let her go but he was uh, some type of law enforcement officer. And because they were so big into the church or whatever, uh, the her stepdad was like, no, you need to, uh, she needs to be locked up. So like they, they're finna let her go. And so like, she's always, Damn. she was always like fucking pressured into being a perfect person. So then you hear how she never let any of that though, make her be somebody she didn't want to be. She always kept pushing to be the person she wanted to be. So when you hear those type of stories, it makes me want to be more of myself. It always it gives me more reassurance that just because other people want me to be something that I'm not, I don't have to fucking be that way. I just got to make right. myself happy. And it's all the time when you see these people that I actually think are genuinely happy. You get a lot of people that are fucking fake happy, right? A lot. And, yeah. I don't, you can see through them, but when you find these folks that are genuinely happy, 
man, they just show you how you ought to be living. Not money-wise, not nothing, but it makes you want to be you more. And as even that fucking Jeffree Star dude. Even, yeah. Even fucking him, man. Uh, yeah, even a gay guy that wears dresses yeah. and paints his nails. Can, that dude's cool as people. fuck to me now. I'm like, you know what? That dude, that's why I say it so much. I love the fucking gays that listen to this show. <laughs> if you look at me and you you listen to the music I listen to, or you hang around me very long, It is if my dad or some, anybody else walked in here that's from my family, they'd probably fucking throw something at me. Fucking bigots, <laughs> homophobes. But <laughs> I, I love them. I love them. But I love them for the reason this being because they're not afraid to express themselves and make themselves happy at the fear of at the fear of other people getting fucking mad at them. Some people do that shit the wrong way and some yep. people do it the right way. But the people to do that shit the right way, I got a lot of fucking respect for them. A lot of fucking respect. I like anybody that just says, I'm going to be fucking happy. And if you get in the way of it, fuck you. And that those are the people that come the people that come on this show that reminds you of that shit. Dude, I fucking love it. That shit makes it just puts more gas in the tank. Absolutely. Just puts Absolutely. more fucking gas in the tank. Fuel for the fire, buddy. Fuel for the get- fire. What you got to do? I've been quoting a lot of uh, Michael Jordan's lately, like a lot of fucking MJ. I you watch the documentary on him? I've watched it like fucking ten times. Really? I haven't seen it yet, dude. You, the Last Dance slaps. I've been I've been keeping oh, it on my Netflix list. Watch it. I it's one of those things that if you need if you need drive or if you just need more drive in your life. Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time basketball player, but he's probably also the greatest of keeping himself motivated. He would look for reasons to be pissed off. He would look for reasons. If you're already the greatest basketball player and you know you can grow, go drop 30 and you know you're fixing to beat the team in front of you, but you are looking for a fucking reason to get mad at the guy in front of you so you own him and you drop 35, and instead of beating the fucking other team by 20, you want to beat them by fucking 30? He looked for right. that shit. And that's what I right. do. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to make myself do more. Like, I'm trying to find people or find things in my life that gives me more of a chip on my shoulder to where it's like, I've got to prove this wrong today. Because I don't have anybody openly telling me to go fuck myself. I don't have anybody openly rooting against me like everybody's probably got people rooting against them right i mean you probably got folks wanting y'all to fail i mean you probably do but the thing is in the day and age we live in they're probably in some fucking private chat they're probably texting their friends being like oh josh terry looks like a fucking asshole or cody and sam (laughs) cody and sam look fucking stupid they don't have the nuts to say it to our faces and you're you're never gonna know it so if you don't have that, you don't have people openly saying it to you, you've got to make that shit up in your head. And how do, you, been, how do you encourage that? How do you encourage your your inner circle to do that to you? Keep I, I just I I just I don't want anybody kissing my ass. And like I always I do my best to distance myself from anybody that's overly nice to. Yeah. Like and you can tell, like there's people. I used to have parties at the studio all the time. Like when I first yeah. opened, I cut that shit out. 
because you just had people that would come over here and they would, I thought they were here for the wrong reasons. Like it was just, they wanted to be here just to be here. Mm -hmm. Now, now if you're coming into the studio, you're here because you want to write a song. You want to drink and do the podcast. You want to hang out. You want to talk about something to do with content. You want to do something. You want to help push my career. You want to help push your career. You you want to do something. And anybody else that comes in here, that's, you're just a, this is kind of a waste. Like, yeah. why, why are we wasting? We don't have time to waste. You know, if we don't come up with the next idea, somebody else is going to come up with the next idea. Yeah. If you're it's not a damn good way to put it, if you're not fucking grinding, man, who, who's going to exactly, exactly. And that, I'm telling you that fucking documentary, man, one of, one of my buddies, gotta watch. dude, I'm telling you, it fucking gasses you up. One of my buddies, Dustin Heron and me, were sitting at a bar in Nashville the other day and we were talking about this. We we're fixing to record a show and, uh, some shit and everything. Do y'all know who Brian Martin is? No, I don't think so. All right. Brian Martin is friends with Travis um, and everything, but Brian has been in the music scene for a while now, but he just started blowing up last year. Okay. Uh, he'd been in there for a hot minute. And if you look at his streams on, on iTunes, on Spotify and all this kind of stuff, and he showed us and it's fucking insane from 2016, when he started putting out music till last year, it's flatlined. But he's been putting out music ever since then. And he's not changed his sound. He's not changed anything that he's done. He's maintained himself. Last year, it's like fucking Mount Everest. And it's just peaked and it's peaked and it's still rising. It just has not fucking stopped. And it's pretty much like this for you guys, for me, for whoever's listening to this. You're just as good now as you're going to be. Just nobody knows it yet. The difference is that some people stop before they get found out. Yeah. Right. Like you got to keep fucking grinding. Like you don't, you don't have to fucking change anything about yourself. If you're good. Now, if you're, if you're not worth the fuck, you're going to fizzle out anyway. But most folks, most folks just stop. If, if you, you can kind of sense it yeah. about yourself. You guys are good. I, I fuck with you guys because if, I you appreciate that. if you wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with you. But also, it's the consistency thing with you two. Yeah. I, I sit here and I watch you drop episodes. I've had other people that have done this show that they'll be like, yeah, man, we just got to remain consistent. Got to remain consistent. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'll hit you up once a month. We'll do a show. Or once every two months, we'll do a show. Well, it's bullshit. Don't, yeah. know what, no, don't know what the fuck we'll talk about. But if you're consistently dropping episodes, I will put you down to where either when I need a filler episode or – I put you in the rotation of people that I want back constantly on the show. Consistency yeah. is the biggest fucking thing with this. And you guys are turning them out. You're taking it serious. I appreciate it. Yeah, we started pumping out two episodes a week now, and it's been an absolute grind, dude. I mean, I got you like keyboard to. time editing and posting and promoting. It, it's been fucking crazy. Dude, you have to. You gotta. You have to. You know, I can't remember the fucking quote like word for word, but wealthy people are the fucking most exhausted people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how this works, but I, I'm exhausted and I'm broke. I'm poor. <laughs> I'm pretty poor. Hey, right hey, now. You, got, <laughs> hey, you got to fucking get there. 
Yeah, yeah, right. But, Make but, us appreciate the money a little more. Yeah, but that's what you're supposed to do, man. It makes it. It makes everything worth it, though, when you start to get some validation. How long have you, were you doing, you know, content creation before you started making money on it full time? Like enough where you could just do that. Oh, well, my my journey is so fucking weird, uh, because I came, I started off with a leg up because of the shit from Snapchat going yeah. into radio. So like I was working, doing some stuff, doing Snapchat. Then I went to country radio and then I came out of country radio directly into this. So I went, started in October of 20. Then I got signed with the management company in February of 2021. So I started getting paid four months after starting. Um, yeah. And then, and then I started making money off of other social media platforms, probably about the same time, but it's not this beer money. I call everything that I get paid off of other apps beer money. Like it ain't fucking nothing. And, <laughs> right. and and honestly, the podcast, it pays the bills. Like now we're getting into the part where you got local sponsors and I don't make a shit ton of money. I I mean I wish I I could sit here and tell you I made a whole lot more than I did. I don't. I my bills get paid. I'm a minimalist anyway. So like I don't have the nicest fucking house. My studio is where most of my money goes. Um, I believe in faking it till you make it. I like people to think that I got more than I got. Uh, Absolutely. But uh, even like when I go to Nashville, dude, I go with a group of friends and we split our Airbnb. And most of my money gets spent on alcohol. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't fucking spend a lot of money whether I'm there or here. Bar tabs is the majority of my fucking money. It's shitty. As <laughs> Especially in Nashville. Yeah. yeah, like bar tabs just that, that always gets me. But I I'm so I'm so good about budgeting my money out. I know exactly there's days I go. I, I don't mind eating. I grew up poor. That's the thing about me. Until we were like in third or fourth grade, we were very poor very fucking broke and then life got pretty good for us um then i went through family with drug addiction and everything and we lost everything i think and i think i was a junior so we went back to poor again uh and then i moved <laughs> then i yeah we went right to real fucking poor for about two years and then i moved out probably when i was 18 and i've never lived at home since so i've always had to know what it was like to eat fucking ramen noodles and bologna sandwiches and uh I, I don't mind it. I don't fucking oh. mind. I eat I can eat cheap in a fucking heartbeat and it doesn't bother me. Plus I like fucking bologna sandwiches. I don't give a fuck what you say. And I you throw a little fucking mustard or some extra shit on and some Raymond noodles, that shit's gourmet to me, baby. It is. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 what do they call that? Prison fine dining. Okay, yeah. See, I'll tell you this. I don't know if y'all have ever done this because this is how trashy I am. I was a piece of shit in my early 20s. So I've had to go to a rehab detention center twice. One, <laughs> one, one for 60 days and one for 90 days. One is it, is it, was this a, like a spin dry, like a rehabilitation deal for alcohol? No, no, no. One is for a uh, probation violation. I got, I was on probation already and then I got a DUI. Uh, and I really don't fucking remember what the other one's for. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, too, I, oh, no, 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 I stole some scrap metal. 
I couldn't remember what the fuck it was for. It literally, I was. You are Southern, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I stole some scrap metal. I told you I was trash. That's why I don't want the redneck term. I've done got past my redneck days. I try to you say the fuck away from redneck. Yeah, that's why we say Southern around here. I'm trying to class that shit up. Uh, so yeah, the other one I stole some scrap metal, and um, so yeah. Anyway, if there's this thing called a uh, what did they used to call it? It's the prison pocket. I think is what most people call it. Yeah, prison that's, wallet. Yeah, no, no, that's the butthole. Um, a prison pocket is, um, our burrito. That's another term for it. It's Raymond noodles. But what you do is you take a trash bag, a, a very clean trash bag. One that has not been used for anybody says some nasty shit. Okay. One that has not been used. You crush up about three packs of Raymond noodles. You dump them into the trash bag. Yeah. You, you cut up, uh, y'all have the, the sausage sticks and cheese there. The beef and cheese sticks. Yeah. Okay. You yes. cut up the beef and cheese sticks in the little pieces. You put them into the thing uh, before it's before it's cooked. You put in some pickles. Uh, you chop them up. You put in this where it starts getting nasty. It's gonna sound nasty. You put in a spoonful of um, peanut butter. You crush up a thing of Lance crackers. Uh, it's a one pack of Lance crackers. You crush up a thing of um like a small bag of cheetos yeah um and then i think there's like one more thing that's probably it but then you get a piping hot cup of water it's as boiling hot as you can get and that these th these attention centers you either have a microwave or you have a water faucet that produces hot water and you get one cup because they give you these these cups that have lids on them for your serving sizes or whatever and you take this one cup and you dump it into the trash bag maybe two and then you spin it around you mix it up all that kind of stuff you seal the trash bag you fold it up real good put a towel wrap it up in a towel then you put it under your mattress you let it sit up for about 20 minutes it turns into a casserole <laughs> it's not it's not soupy because of all the stuff it literally turns into a casserole i shit you not have you had it? I ate it every single day for the first 60 days I was there, the 60 days the first time, and then the second time I was there, the 90 days. I did not Every single day. Food. So, like, day I one, did. you're like, I'm going to be fucking creative right now. Somebody should start well, cooking up some shit. No, no, everybody eats them there. Like, I could, oh, not okay. eat, I could not eat the food. So, I happened to the first day I was at the place, I knew someone there that I went to high school with. And he was like, you're not going to be like the food here. The food is shit. So really? I'm, I'm going to show you how to make this. And then when you get commissary in a couple of days, just give me the shit back. And so like I could eat that and it was fine. And dude, let me tell you, I, every once in a while telling folks a story or whatever, like I've made this shit for people and like, they're not horrible. They're not good, but they're not fucking bad either. Yeah, anyway. that's wild. That's wild. So I'm just Fuck. I'm just blown away. Day one, you're introduced to prison gourmet, and you're just like, "Well, are you gonna fucking you starve? I, I mean, you ain't got really a choice. No. Like, it's either you're gonna you be hungry or try some shit." But anyway, it's boys. Like oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just say it's just like you're high all the time, except for you're in jail. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you're fucked. You you either you don't have a choice. <laughs> But anyway, boys, my camera's got five minutes left, and I think this is a good show anyway. Yes, um, but that guys, y'all just keep fucking grinding it out. Like, and uh, I'm proud of y'all. I just like seeing anybody's keep fucking doing it. And y'all just keep Thank pumping you. out good shows and all that kind of shit. Drop y'all social media real fast. 
Um, and guys, y'all please go subscribe to On Tap. Uh, God, I'm gonna thank you. so I don't fuck it up again. And tell yeah, the guy who tap. does y'all's logo and shit to get back with me. Uh, I told him I want him to do some shit for me. He does some good work, so give that guy a shout out too. Yeah, Hell oh, yeah. Bodie, Bodie does some work with us too. Yeah, he was gonna come on, but he had to leave to go pick up his kid. You know, but um, yeah, find us on everything at On Tap. Uh, either just on tap or on tap 69 look up on tap podcast on tap 69 on tiktok and instagram on tap on everything else and yeah hell yeah ready to roll sam grind wanna, away sam you want to drop your social media stuff yeah hit me up on sam underscore chris on anything you know he <laughs> he gave it for the brand i'm going for myself i need some new followers you know any any uh single ladies out there any playboy bunnies hit my line that a boy <laughs> All right, boys. Well, uh, I sure appreciate it. And uh, until next time, y'all have a good time out there, and I'll be seeing y'all soon. Thanks for Thanks, having brother. us. All right, folks. We will holler at y'all later. Thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast.